0: everybody, welcome to Whistle While You Work podcast. You're listening to episode 29, What Not to Do at Disney. So this, this kind, kind of, or, a, I was going to say opposite. this kind I know, this kind of reminds me of that show I used to watch on TLC called What Not to Wear. <laughs> so I think it'll be fun.
1: Did people follow that advice?
0: I mean, during the episode, but who knows what they did after they got home.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, this was interesting this, this topic actually was inspired by one of our sons number three yep uh, he is the funny one of the group fashions himself a comedian watches a lot of comedians um, yes he does but uh, sometimes he just has this different kind of spin on life and so yep. when we said hey what do you think we should talk about he's like yeah let's talk about what not to do <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and it's like we don't we don't want to be like a tips show or you know throw out all of our advice to you guys um but we have been around the parks a time or two and so sometimes these mental notes are good reminders for us too i think i think this list might help
1: oh yeah the i future. mean sure that actually was kind of what inspired me as I was, as I was sitting and thinking, okay, what should you not do? Like I was thinking of all the things that I wish I had not done in the past, or I'm trying to remind myself not to not forget.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, just a quick, if you guys are on Instagram, we are whistle while you work podcast. It's fun over there. We post some, it's kind of cool to see some images of what we talk about and, maybe if you want to see what we look like i don't know if what we sound like is what we look like but that's where we are
1: <laughs> i have a voice made for radio
0: oh well wow.
1: that's what my uh senior english teacher told me
0: <laughs> well you're finally making uh making good on that promise i guess
1: i guess but i felt you know i was like really are you saying i'm ugly
0: um well i guess that could have been her saying that i don't know i'm just thinking i'm just i'm taking that all in that was too much hesitation there dear no no i was just trying to say i i didn't even spin it where she was trying to say that but
1: yeah i don't think that's what she meant um but uh anyhow boy we're like already off in the weeds
0: well, I know, but we were, you know, we were talking about our faces on Instagram. So if you want to see what we look like. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to start with this one. Is that okay if I start? Go right ahead. So what not to do at Disney. This is pretty simple and obvious, but what not to do is not to take the trip or not to go.
1: Oh, yeah. So Don't not was, go.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or if that's too hard for your brain, go. So I think life is too short. Like, take the trip, buy the shoes, eat the cake, you know, in moderation. But, um, I, you know, I just look back, you know, some of the people I've traveled with and things that I've done, like, I'm glad that I've taken trips with them, got out of our both of, you know, all of us got out of our normal environment, had a fun time together. Um, you know, I, I think... There are roadblocks and, you know, things in your mind like it's too expensive or I don't know if I can do that. There are different ways to to take a trip. Right. It doesn't have to be big and long and expensive. Um, but just take the trip, guys. That's my first uh, what not to do.
1: Yeah. You know, it's I think it's really interesting. Um, you know, obviously, we've been super blessed to go many, many, many times and to go with lots of different people, not just our family. I think that's that's been a big part of the experience too you know sometimes um we will we've invited folks to come along and you know they are like ah, i don't think we can go yet because they're waiting for something right like oh i want to go with this person or i want to do it this other time you know the interesting thing is a lot of these people are grown adults at this point and they've not been and it's like okay if you keep waiting you're not gonna ever go right yeah, because yeah the reality is there's always a reason to not go um Something always pops up. Something always happens. But I just, I agree with you. Like, don't not go. Like, go on your trip, right? And go have that experience. And, you know, it may not be the perfect thing that you had always imagined. But the funny thing is, is it never will be. Um, The trip will never be what you exactly pictured it to be, right? Because something's going to happen. And that's okay.
0: Yeah. And I just think in general, this isn't like you know, a hundred percent. But I think in general, Disney really recognizes that people are on vacation and they make, they make the guest, you know, really special. So I think I would hope that you would have the same experience we have, which is really typically very positive.
1: Yeah, definitely. All right. That's a great first tip. Go or don't not go on what not to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, So, you know, an interesting one, I think, that goes right along with that is um, I always like to tell people, like, don't be fixed on your schedule. okay? like one of the things and I think it's just kind of it's almost a cardinal sin, like don't go expecting everything to go exactly the way you planned or the exactly the way you wanted. Otherwise, it's going to make for a pretty miserable trip there are so many things happening at the parks that it's impossible to account for all of the variables and as a result there's going to be something that doesn't exactly fit in with what your vision or your plan or what your itinerary was so don't be set on having to do it exactly your way have some flexibility when you when you have that flexibility it opens you up to all sorts of other possibilities it opens you up to kind of experience a little bit of the disney magic that takes place by the way, that that is a thing, and we talked about that one of our previous episodes. Sometimes if it's not going your way, uh, cast members will sprinkle a little bit of magic and you could have an even better experience. But you know what? You wouldn't you wouldn't know that if you're just absolutely dead set on, oh, I've got a I've got the perfect thing laid out here. I, I've got the perfect schedule. I, I know exactly how we're gonna do it. And just have a little bit of flexibility at the very least, and it'll go a long way for you.
0: Yeah. So I had to scratch that off my list because that was one of mine too. Um, Back in the day, I would make touring plans and this was months in advance and it was fun to do at home and just kind of dream and think about the trip. But you have to go in knowing that that's a loose, you know, schedule. I think there is merit in figuring out like what's important to family members, like you know, like ask one or two things that we really want to do at this park and make sure that everybody gets to do at least one or two things that they really want to do um, and try to fit that in. Otherwise, for me, it would be torture if I went with a group and nobody ever knew what we wanted to go or do or where anything was. Um, so I think, yeah, don't over plan, but don't under plan. Is that kind of what yeah. you're saying?
1: Yeah, I think that's that's got a lot to do with. It. And just be ready to kind of roll with the punches as they come, right? Look, there may be an attraction that you are absolutely dying to experience. And for some reason, when you're there, it's not operating, right? Like that yeah. is going to happen. Um, or, or if you're really fixed, like you are going to go to that attraction at a very specific time. And because it wasn't operating then, it throws off the whole rest of your schedule, right? It's just hard to do that. With crowds the way they are, with lines and and all sorts of different experiences, it's it's hard to make a plan that's going to be hard and fast and say, this is what we're going to do. Um, and I think that, by the way, that's even true if you spend a lot of money and get a guided tour where you basically do get to do exactly what you want to do. Even on the guided tours, like there are going to be some variables and things that happen because even they can't plan for a ride going down or for there being, uh, something that takes place at the resort pool, right? Like where everyone's got to get out. Um, you know, all sorts of stuff can possibly happen. And if you just, if you just learn to go in it with a mindset of, Hey, uh, we're going to have an awesome time and here's some things that we want to do. And you just try to do your best. It, I have found for me that it goes a lot longer of a way, much, I go the distance much further And and it makes just for a happier day. I think that I think that sometimes when we see the really grumpy families (laughs) towards the middle and the end of the day, it has a lot to do with the fact that people haven't been able to manage their expectations really very well. And there's lots that goes into it from from a financial standpoint to the weather to kids just sometimes being tired and a little ornery like it's it's hard for people to manage those emotions flexibility is the thing that'll help you get past it.
0: Yeah, and I think just going along with that, just don't plan on everyone being happy the whole time. Don't go yeah. in with that expectation. That's not that's not realistic. It's, it's not fair for anybody. Yes, maybe the majority of the time everyone can be happy, but that's still, you know, you get to control your own emotions.
1: <laughs> yep, that's right.
0: Okay, you mentioned something and it brought, so I'll just kind of go with it. You mentioned the resort pool. So for me and this is one that you might struggle with and I that's why I typically am the one that makes the timeline um, for our family but don't not schedule enough pool time for your kids mm. and that one's hard for Randy because Randy wants to like rope drop stay till the end you know not take breaks and I I've I read books beforehand and I found it to be true with my kids especially when they were little but even when they're bigger they, want to go back to the pool and swim and so you know that might hurt your brain when you're like well we spent all this money to be in the parks but if that's something that they love and that's memorable and they're able to like move their body and relax in a way that they can't when they have to stay in line and don't touch the rail and don't do this or what you know all that kind of stuff yeah yeah um and there's there so this might be easier for if you're on property it's easier to do that midday or in the morning or something like that. Or even they do, the pools do stay open and kind of late at night. If you're off property, I would just maybe do one non-park day and just make sure that you get pool time in. So, so that's one that I, I learned.
1: I think, I think you got a, a really good point there. Um, I think you've got to have some activities for kids that break up a little bit of what the is going to quickly become a park routine, right? Because there are look there's rules that you got to kind of you got to work within a box while you're at the park, right? When you're in lines, there's only so much you can do. When you are at the restaurants, there's only so much you can do. And kids, despite the fact that they're going to walk miles and miles and miles during the day at the park, like they still have a ton of energy and they need to be able to express that in ways that they love to do at the pool. Um, And the on-property pools are amazing. Um, I would just kind of add with yours, right? Um, Because I think it goes really well together. Like don't fail to explore your resort, Um, you know, most of the resorts down there, and this is true of Disney resorts or even some of the ones outside of the, of the Disney property. Some of these resorts are really cool. There is a lot of stuff to see and do places to eat places to shop, but there's just some, some neat kind of attractions and, and don't, um, feel like you've got to, Spend all of your time in the parks all the time because you'll miss out on some really good stuff. By the way, you're spending a lot of money on that resort too, right? So you should enjoy that as much as you can, just as much as you're trying to enjoy your time in the parks. I agree with you. Uh, The parks for me are the king, but it's not the be all end all. There's a lot to do, Um, especially if you're staying at the Polynesian, you can go get yourself some nachos.
0: (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Is that going to be your tag? You have to add that to every episode. Get your nachos. <laughs> don't not talk about nachos every episode. No.
1: <laughs> I shifted from talking about a nap every episode now to talking about the nachos. So we'll see what the next 30 episodes bring.
0: Okay. I don't even know whose turn it was. I said pool. Did you do one after the pool? Oh, you I mean, said, I kinda, yeah, the I kinda hotels. I kind of added on, right? Yeah, to, the hotels. To do the hotel, yeah. Okay. All right. Here's my next what not to do. Um, do not stay in your big group the whole time, or even if there's four of you, like be willing to split up into smaller groups. Like you and I, we've gone on date night. We've used the hotel, um, daycare type thing for a little bit and went to Epcot on our own. Um, now that our kids are a little bit bigger, like again, at Epcot, we went around the world showcase and they did test track a couple times. Um, and it's just kind of a unique experience to go and just go to a shop with one of your children or someone in your group and not everybody all the time together. Now, yes, it, it can be helpful when you use Genie Plus and you have dining reservations with the whole group or things like that, even dining reservation. Remember that one time we went to the Horseshoe, um, oh, what's it called? The Diamond Horseshoe. The Diamond and I went Horseshoe. With- I went with my two youngest because they like mashed potatoes and they had the um, mashed potatoes there. <laughs> and my other kids don't like that kind of food. And so um, I think our instinct sometimes is just to stay together. Sometimes you're wearing matching shirts and you feel that obligation, but be willing to um, split into smaller groups at times. And, and I think you'll find that there's some pretty cool experiences there.
1: Yeah. You know, I think that's, I think that's great too. And I would I would say this goes really well with make sure you explore your resort. You know, some of these resorts offer amenities that allow you to do this that you may not realize, whether it's uh, child care services, sometimes that's that's just on site where there's like a building for it. Sometimes they'll even do in-room babysitting, right? Like there are things to do that for adults can can add a little extra magic. Because look, the, the bottom line is, especially if you've got some younger kids, but older kids too, right? Mom and dad need some time together. <laughs> and um otherwise you know you may come home as one of those grumpy families like that was not a magical trip and everyone doesn't want to talk like you just need some time to enjoy each other um check out what's available to help you do that you know you just you can't go wrong on figuring out what some of those options are but I, i do like that i totally agree take some time to to break the group up split up and do some stuff like you know not everybody has to do all the same things now that's a little hard maybe if you have really little kids right but it's like i think it's like you said you know mom and dad can go different ways with different groups and and do stuff when you guys went to have those mashed potatoes you know we went and rode space mountain and then had a very uh great meal at cosmic rays that's my sarcastic Uh, face
0: yeah, (laughs) yeah right you were better off with pot roast and mashed potatoes, no?
1: <laughs> but you know, it was one of those things where if we had done that, and, and you see, and I don't really like care for the food at at the Diamond Horseshoe either. So, like, at least half of our whole group would have been miserable the whole time because there was we're like, I don't want to eat any of this food, and now I'm just sitting here doing nothing. So, I think it's great, great advice. Be willing to split up when the time is right to to maximize everyone's opportunities.
0: Yeah, and I will just, I'll just say really quickly, the Diamond Horseshoe, when we were there a while ago, they were serving the Liberty Tree Tavern menu. So it was like that turkey and mashed potatoes and that kind of Thanksgiving type meal. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's not like their normal menu, right? So, yeah,
0: I feel like it's barbecue, maybe normally. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's a, it, so, we're talking kids, about this,
1: and you people were listening, like, that's not what they serve at all. It's like, it is what they were serving then.
0: Yeah. My kids, though, that those two kids, they loved the self-playing piano. Like, they still, like, their brain, like, you could still, still see the wheels turning in their head. They're, they try to figure out that whole thing. <laughs> anyway, that was, that was a pretty fun place.
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, here's here's my next one, right? Um, don't ignore the weather. And I'm talking about in advance, right? Like you should be paying attention to what's going to happen um, a little bit so that you can be prepared for it. In general, there's things that are very predictable. In the summertime especially, you can expect that you're probably going to get a little bit of rain almost every day, right? Even if it's just like for a couple of minutes. Like the humidity is so high in Florida that the clouds just can only hold so much moisture. And so they'll they'll kind of release from time to time. But I tell you this so that you're prepared. Again, a lot of it and a lot of these tips are about managing expectations. And so if you're prepared for what the weather pattern is going to look like, when it happens, you're not surprised, <laughs> and it doesn't ruin your day, right? You're like, oh, we knew this was going to happen. Now I can do it. Um, now, I'm not just talking about the rain. I'm talking about the heat, and that, and and I'm especially talking about the cold. Um, the funny thing happens when all of a sudden you've been out in the Florida heat, and it's 80, 85, 90 degrees all day, and then a cold front blows through in the middle of the fall, And all of a sudden it gets dark and it's only 70 degrees. Guess what? Most of you are going to be really cold. (laughs) That's how it is for me. And so, you know, if you're prepared to know, oh, by the by nighttime, it's really going to cool down. Maybe you bring an extra jacket with you. And so that you're just prepared while you're standing around for fireworks and you're not shivering. Um, This is I, I, I share this just from my own experience. There have been times where I just didn't pay enough attention to the weather to have been ready for how I wanted to experience my day at the park.
0: See, the problem is your weather app is crap, which you and I, we go back and forth. We don't trust each other's weather apps, so...
1: (laughs) Well, yours lies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The funny thing is we sound like we're joking, but we're pretty serious in our brains about what what we think about.
1: Yeah, I don't... Nothing your app says is right. But regardless... (laughs) It doesn't matter what app you're using if you don't look at it, right? Yeah, so I guess that's true. You gotta at least look at it to have a have an idea and how to be prepared. Uh, I mean, if you show up to the park and you got no ponchos, right? Like, and then all of a sudden you're shilling out money for ponchos because you, you didn't how prepare. How are you gonna
0: ever? How are you ever gonna have a poncho? You you don't take anything to put a I poncho in.
1: I don't want to talk about ponchos. Who brought <laughs> up ponchos, anyways? <laughs>
0: What not to do? Don't fight on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's All right, a good tip. I've got a quick one. Uh, what not to do at Disney? Do not rope drop more than three days in a row. Mm. So if you have a longer trip, um, which I feel like most people go for about a week, or you know, but it's it depends. Some people go less, some people go more. But I've learned that we don't have the stamina even though like you might be really healthy and active, you don't have the Disney stamina to rope drop more than three. And what we mean by rope drop is get there in the morning, um, when they drop the rope and let people go on to attractions.
1: And typically so, that really means like 30 minutes to an hour before they open. Right. So that's yeah, really what post, rope dropping is. It's yeah. not like being there right when the hour opens. It's like, no, no, no. Like you're standing at the rope. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. got there so early or early enough that you are close to the rope when they drop it. Right.
0: Yeah. And so we have a trip. Uh, we talk about this a lot, but we're going at Thanksgiving and, um, that fourth morning we are relaxing and we're going to the Christmas party um Mickey's very merry christmas party that night and so that's they don't let us in until 4 and so that gives us time to relax <laughs> and and kind of recharge just because um yeah it's just pretty much basic just you don't have the stamina typically to to rope draw and that's the thing like I don't like the feeling of being done with a Disney day and just dreading the next day like I can't do this it's too hard I'm too tired you don't want that feeling so just build it into your schedule where you you have some breaks where you can sleep a little bit
1: yeah I think that's I think that's really honestly very critical you know the thing about it is is um you mentioned even if you're super healthy right like i i'm in really good shape um i i run a lot i'm very active um my legs and my feet are pretty strong but i'm telling you what by like day 2 day 3 my feet hurt and waking up in the morning and putting my shoes on like it's the last thing i do before i go out the door because i'm like oh my gosh like okay we're going to do this again and i'm a pro guys like i i am a i am a parks pro right i'm telling you there have been days when I've done 15, 18 miles walking around in the park, okay? That number s- gets
0: bigger every time, just so you I've, know.
1: I got proof on my app.
0: <laughs> Hopefully it's not your weather app. <laughs>
1: but uh, but there's you, there's been really, really big days of just going around so much that your feet hurt. It's great to just take a little bit of extra time, at least one morning, to say, okay, well, we don't have to be there right away, yep. you know? yep. And that is that's that's really true, especially if you're doing rope drop to, you know, last salute, like the park is closed and you are nobody behind you. Right. We've done that, too. And that that's that's physically hard on you. You don't have to be so hard on yourself. Um, Okay, so my next tip, actually, this is one that. Um, that goes a little bit in hand with the last tip that I shared, right, about the weather, but don't forget your sunscreen, okay? I, I don't know how many times I can emphasize that, and I mean this year-round because it is sunny year-round, yeah, right? Yeah, Don't forget your sunscreen. If you are follicly challenged, like I am, also known as bald, <laughs> right? <laughs> You really need that sunscreen, and wearing a hat is fine and everything like that, but you want to make sure that you are prepared for this. Now, the part that goes with this, I think, is really good, and this is something that that we've never actually been really good at, but is make sure that you also have the right kind of sunscreen. Um, There are different uh, parts of the body that need better sunscreen than others, and different people react different ways. Our third son, remember him? It was his idea to do this um, Colin always burns right under his eyes, right? Yeah. Like really, really bad. And you know, one of the things that I keep saying is, Oh, we need to make sure that we go get like those stick sunscreens so that we can really apply it under his eyes really well, because that's what tends to work on face as well. And so folks, remember your sunscreen, you're going to want it all year round. Um, even if you're wearing a hat, you want it for your neck. um, if nothing else, like you want to protect your head and your face and your neck, that's that's super key, but don't forget it. Uh, also, if you can take it with you, that's generally better because the price of it on site is usually twice what you would expect to pay, right? So you're just kind of like, be prepared in advance and you'll be a little bit happier in your wallet too.
0: Okay, yeah, that's that's a good advice, and we don't even own the stick sunscreen, so we're going to have to buy some of that, I think. That's why I keep
1: saying, I was like, ah, oh, I forgot it again, I forgot
0: it again. Well, well, listen to this episode before we go next time, okay?
1: I'll think about it.
0: Oh, gosh. All right, I got I got two food ones, and I'm going to do them quick. The first one, and this is just for me to remind myself what not to do at Disney, do not eat a funnel cake. I really shouldn't eat it anywhere ever again. <laughs> Listen, it's it doesn't make sense because I like I like um, funnel cakes. Don't, well, I like donuts. Well, I used to like funnel cakes, but now every time I eat a funnel cake, it's just. And I think it must be like the batter to grease ratio is just so much yeah. higher because there's so yeah. much more contact point. Anyway, Kayla, if you're listening to this in the future, don't order a funnel cake. Don't eat one. Um, you can get one like at the American Pavilion at um, Epcot, and I feel like there's probably oh, there's one over by Indiana Jones in Hollywood yeah, Studios. In Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's a quick one, but easy for me. <laughs>
1: You know, I I hope nobody hates me for this, but I'm like funnel cake. That's Six Flags food. <laughs>
0: like, well, the last time go to, I got one.
1: Don't, yeah. don't go to Disney for funnel cakes, right? Because by the way, when you, you know, like most of the rest of the food at Six Flags, it's not good. Um, I agree. It Last, it's it's one in concept in your mind, just like oh, a funnel cake that sounds delicious, and put the you sugar see all the on powdered sugar, and then put there's the, like all these the topping ideas, yeah, put all this stuff, and then you eat it, and you're just like, I don't think I ever need to eat that again for the rest yeah. of my life. I could just—is it worth it?
0: Yeah, I've had enough of those very vivid experiences, and I I forget some of those with other foods, but with a funnel cake, I I think I have finally cemented that one. The other quick not to do at Disney is don't order a full meal. So, um sometimes with the app you can do this, it might be a little trickier, but especially if you just go up and order food like at the Polynesian, I've ordered just like the pulled pork sandwich. You can say I don't want a side and they if if you have a good worker there, they'll find the button and you don't have to get the fries or the or the chips or whatever. It saves you a few dollars and for me, I pace myself with the things that I'm willing to eat, like not a funnel cake or things that I am willing to eat. Um, and I and I usually my kids they get what they want. They don't. I don't need to share. If I was sharing it with somebody, I guess I would order the side. But just save yourself a little bit of money and calories, and just say I don't want the side, and be patient with the worker as they find the button. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think that's actually really good. And, you know, some of you might be wondering, like, why are you telling us not to eat a full meal? It's because you've got a lot of time to eat. okay. And so if you continue to just like load up at one big meal. You're going to put yourself in a harder position for later on when you're like, oh, I want to have this next thing. I want to have this next thing. The reality is physically like you're going to crash down at some point the more carbs you continue to just load into your body, right? It reminds me, you know, 22 years ago when I was a missionary in Italy, like we used to have this thing that we called pasta shock, right? Because we would have this big pasta lunch, right? And like an hour and a half later, everyone is narcoleptic and ready to pass (laughs) out because the carbs just overload you, right? And there are a lot of carbs to consume at Disney. So I'm not saying don't consume the carbs, but maybe be smarter about the way you do it so that you can last longer because it, it becomes really, really hard. And when you start getting you know slow and lethargic like the sun starts feeling like it's hotter the crowds start feeling like they're smellier yeah tempers get shorter (laughs) all of a sudden it's not a magical trip anymore right like so don't make yourself feel bad physically um just you know spread it out a little bit
0: yeah and i'll just say the reason why it's on my what not to do is because it's not obvious or apparent they want you to buy the side they want you to spend more money um, but it is an option to opt out of sides. So there you go.
1: Yeah. So mine is a food one too. It goes, it goes really close to that. Right. And I think we've mentioned this before in previous episodes, but, um, don't be afraid to throw something away. That's not good. Okay. Yeah. Look, the, the reality yeah. is not everything is good. Okay. Yeah. In fact, not everything that looks good is good. Um, you might get something that's in a showcase or something. Maybe it's a pastry or whatever, and you have it and maybe it costs a good amount of money. Right. Yeah, yeah. And it just, is not good. Listen, move on. Like, don't force yourself to, to stick with something. That's just, that's just not very good. If you're really bold. Okay. And I don't mean do it in a Karen like way. Right. But if you're really bold and it's not good, take it back. Be like, look, this is, this is terrible. Yeah. Um, If you, if you get the right cast member, they'll typically work with you. Um, If you get the wrong cast member, they're like, well, I don't know what to tell you. Then, you know, whatever. I I don't know what to tell you there either, but, but like, just don't force yourself to have something that's not good.
0: Well, and I'll just do another quick food one. Um, What not to do at Disney. Don't put off eating until everyone is starving. Yeah. Which, you know, we we definitely deal with some hanger issues in our family. And so, who? Yeah, right. Exactly.
1: (laughs) You're talking about me?
0: It's everybody. If your kids want popcorn, well, and I guess another what not to do is don't wait in a long line for food. Like, there's typically, if there's like a popcorn line that's really long, like, if you just go a little bit further or look somewhere else, you're going to find a place that you can get food quicker. So,
1: Yeah. And you know, Colin actually gave me a suggestion about this one, which is don't eat when everybody else is eating right so that's actually really the key right you know the reason why everybody else is doing it because we all get hungry at the same time we're kind of conditioned that okay we eat breakfast at nine and now we'll have lunch at 12 and then we'll have dinner at five whatever it's going to look like the crowds do the same sorts of things if you were to move that by typically a half hour either way all of a sudden the crowds are less and the experience is more enjoyable so yeah it helps like just when you feel like you're hungry okay go and eat right but also don't be afraid to say okay we're going to have a little different eating schedule so that yes. we can we can yeah. beat the crowds a little bit because it's just it works out better that way nothing worse than the line you're waiting in is the line to eat i think yeah. that's the worst line in all of the parks is the food line i don't like that there's nothing magical about it <laughs> gosh. <laughs> and then if what you get doesn't live up to your expectations that you built for the last hour in line, then you're double angry, right? Oh, so. my
0: gosh. Are we reliving macaroni and cheese again at Flame right. Tree Barbecue? Oh,
1: yeah. Well, there was that. I was actually thinking about the last time I got a pretzel.
0: Oh, pretzels are never good, in my opinion. Wow. Well, they're cute.
1: That is your opinion. I like pretzels, but... Well, I, waited, I waited 45 minutes for a pretzel, and then I got it, and it was kind of stale, and so that was not a good experience, right? So, and I should have taken it back and been like, no, you give me a different pretzel, <laughs> but but at that point, I was so hungry, I just ate it. So I broke oh, my own suggestion a second ago.
0: Wow. Well, should we do one more each, or what do you think? Sure. How many do you have left?
1: Probably one more.
0: Okay. Oh, which one do I pick? I have a few. I think I'll go with this one. Um, So what not to do at Disney? Do not recreate the same exact exact trip that you've taken before.
1: Mm, That's good.
0: Yeah, I think I'm very nostalgic and I'm like, we had so much fun and we had this great experience. Let's just like do that again. And it's typically more organic the first time, and it's more forced the second time, and you have these expectations of, we all were so happy and had a great experience, like certainly that'll happen again, and that's just not the way it is. I think it's cool discovering like new memories and new traditions, Um, so... Like this for our Thanksgiving trip, like we've never done the Christmas party with our kids. So that's going to be new for them. We've never done Universal with all six of us. So that's going to be new. Um, Of course, they haven't done Guardians. So we're excited to take them on that. But um, just, you know, don't like, okay. I have to go to Magic the first day and I got to go to Hollywood the second day. and, And Epcot, like, like really like change it up. Like that's just that's just my tip.
1: I think that's good. That's solid advice. I actually have two more, okay? Um, So maybe if you want to do another one, you can't do, but I I do. Okay. So here's the next one. Uh, Don't wear the wrong apparel.
0: I had shoes, so that's that's okay. That's on my list too.
1: Well, I I mean I mean don't wear other brands merchandise at the park, right? Oh it's boy! It's like when you're walking around at your alma mater and you see someone wearing your rival school shirt, you're like, what is wrong with that person, right? And uh, and look, I think you can love all of the stuff at Universal or even you know heaven help you Six Flags. I think you can love all of that stuff, right? Don't wear it on your day to Disney. Like, wear a Disney thing. Something cool happens when you are part of the group where we're all, like, on the same team, right? And you just feel like you're more part of the experience rather than trying to, like, be the outsider. Now, look, some of you just don't think about it. That's okay. I'm suggesting maybe you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> maybe they don't have any other clean clothes. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, it could happen, right? That's all right. You know, it's, it's the last day of your trip. You just went to Universal the day before. They got a brand new shirt. All right, you know. I'm, I'm never going to judge you for it, except I'm going to judge you for it every single time, right? Don't wear the wrong stuff, right?
0: Well, I think that's true. I've been back in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and like seen a Harry Potter shirt and I'm like, what? Where? No, you're in the wrong place.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So my last, last one is, um, uh, what not to do at Disney. Um, where did I go? Oh, this is a quick one. Don't complain about long lines, at least if you're with me. Please don't complain about long lines. It's okay. You're allowed to have your emotions, anger, sadness, whatever emotion you're feeling. But let's not complain about it. That's, to me, it's obvious. It's typically from 11 to 3 or so, like, there's going to be long lines. So you're, at some point, I I just, I've been to Disney a lot. At some point, every trip, you're going to end up in a line that's long (laughs) it's just gonna happen so i just to me i don't i don't love it when my group complains about long lines
1: or or longer than advertised even right
0: yes it's let's 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 find a different topic there has to be something else to talk about
1: (laughs) yeah um i agree and i'm sometimes guilty of it i try not to complain too much about long lines um i think i've gotten a little bit better but i i agree i think that's a good one um By the way, there's nothing you can do about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and complaining complaining doesn't add or help. It's not like the line's going to move.
1: It changes nothing, right? All it does is it fills you with a bunch of negative energy. And, you know, why waste your energy on that? Waste it on something else. Play a game instead while you're in line, right? Do something more productive. Have fun. And so that goes, I think, really actually well with my last tip. And that is don't forget to have a good time
0: oh that's such a good one
1: like you gotta let yourself go sometimes right you know for me i've kind of lived very much in a uh I, i was raised with some really good manners and really good etiquette and there's just things that you do and you don't do right listen at the parks like don't be afraid to let let it out right have a good time when there's a dance party feel free to dance right feel free to skip feel free to sing Um, when you see some cool stuff, like just enjoy it, live in the moment, scream on the roller coasters, wear the shirts, right? Even if they're matching (laughs) shirts, right? Just do the stuff and it will make your trip that much more magical.
0: Oh, that's such a good one to end on. I love that. It just makes me smile because there is a lot of fun to be had and, you know, there are grumpies occasionally. I mean, there's grumpy in the seven doors, but like just... Find the fun.
1: But even Grumpy sang hi-ho, so.
0: <laughs> well, my life coach taught me that you bring the fun. And so fun is a mindset. You you got to get in your mind that place. Like our kids, they might see a dance party and they wouldn't want to bring the fun, but I'm going to choose to bring the fun. So,
1: Yeah, you bet. <laughs> Love it.
0: Oh, my goodness. Well, thanks for listening to What Not To Do At Disney. We, um... We hope this helps. And if you have other tips of what not to do, let's hear them.
1: I love it. A lot of fun. Check you later next time.
0: All right. Bye. Bye.